ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and everything in between, welcome to the Ke Kevin Clifton Show. And then I got my own name wrong. <laughs> welcome to the Kevin Clifton Show and another Patreon Zoom chat uh, where we're discussing everything Strictly Come Dancing week four. We're going to talk about the live show. We're going to talk about the results show. Um, now, I will just say, I just mentioned to Joe just before everyone jumped on the Zoom, um, uh, one slight confession for me is that I, I actually got to watch the live show live this week because I um, wasn't performing this week. Um, so for the first the first time of this series, I got to watch the show live. And for the results show, I will admit I haven't seen the results show yet. I know the results now. Like I, I know who was in the dance off and who got eliminated. Um, but I didn't, I haven't actually, Joe has, I haven't watched the actual dance off itself. So um, and any sort of questions about anything that happened in the dance off um, or the pro number or anything, anything that happened on the results show is probably better answered by Joanne than me. Um, but other than that, I reckon, Joe, um, anything you want to say, first of all, off the bat? Oh yeah, first of all, how does anyone listening, how do they get involved? Oh yes, how do you get involved for you listening at home? If you want to come and join us, our Zooms, live Zooms, uh, where you can come and chat, will be held either Sunday or Monday every week. And um, you can sign up at www.patreon, that's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash the Kevin Clifton show. And there's different things you can sign up to. You can sign just to a daily dose. So it's just our our little thoughts. We put little voice notes on there. Um, or you could come into the VIP section where we have these Zooms. Mm -hmm. And Joanne obviously is well into rehearsals now for the Adams family, which da -da 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 -da. is really exciting. Yeah, that's very and, exciting. And I'm absolutely shattered. I'm in my pajamas already, guys. I'm in my pajamas. I have my shower. I just got home. Had my shower, and come on here. Yeah, if 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 anyone is coming onto the the Zoom chat expecting the like the glamour of Strictly Come Dancing, <laughs> probably not going to get it from me and Joe. This is a very informal chat on the podcast. <laughs> um, right. Okay. Should we uh, should we get into it? Let's kick off with James, who's just put his hand up and just see an initial thought. What James is thinking. Okay. Um, yeah, some early thoughts. I thought it was another excellent routine from Rose and Giovanni to start the show. Mm -hmm. And I think um, Rose's styling has been spot on each week. Um, I did, though, have to smile at the tassels on Rose's trousers, as I remember Kevin mentioning that if a pro was unsure if their celeb could provide <laughs> the necessary amount of hip action, one solution would be to have lots of tassels. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Add add the tassels or the fringe or add movement to the bottom half. Um yeah. makes everything look faster than it is. Yeah. So yeah, full full legs full of tassels. <laughs> I mean on a more general point, with um Robert's withdrawal and mm. with Hugo's status still uncertain, mm. it's possible we may be left with a two couple final. Yeah. So, so I wonder, what do you think is the best solution in a series which had multiple withdrawals? I, would it be best, I was going to say, would it be best to have a standby contestant, as is the case with Dancing on Ice? I don't know about the standby contestant because I don't. They do that. have that, don't they? Do they? they? Well, that's what happened with Kelvin. Oh. There's always there's always the standby contestant, but I think there's a cutoff. 
I think it can only happen in the first couple of weeks. I didn't know. I think, that. I think once we're up to like now week four, I, I think it's not. Um, they can't bring in the uh, standby. Yeah, there's always like one extra celeb being rehearsed, ready for like week one. I think, just like on the quiet, just in case anything happens. And that's what happened when Jamie Lang went down, and they they brought in the standby um, with, with Kelvin. And obviously okay. he came in and <laughs> was mind blowing and, and went all the way on to, the, to win, which was brilliant. Um, I think that thing, if they did it now, it's probably not fair to the first few that have been eliminated. It's like someone just get, someone's got a buy into like week four or, you know, if it was any later, like we, if, if, if Hugo was to pull out now and they're going to chuck someone into week five, it's like they, they've been, you know, they've been, they'd have been training for, a month and haven't had to go through you know compete at all and just come in at week five that probably wouldn't be fair I also don't think I don't think it'd be a two couple final I think if anything it might be a week where no one goes out maybe it might might be a two couple final I don't know maybe see I think that's quite exciting just one on one yeah I don't know I don't don't know what the rule is on that it would be a very quick final, just doing three dances each. I'd have to fill it in a lot. Dances, yeah. It's like a, it's like the quarter final, I suppose. I think that happened one year before when with Ricky Whittle and Chris Hollins. I think that was a two-person final. Was it? Yes, but you yeah, guys, I, you guys I, put us properly to shame with all your knowledge. We should know. know this, and we don't. <laughs> I know everyone's got everyone knows all the statistics and I'm like oh well I did not know that um see I I didn't used to like it when they did the you know when they used to have like a four couple final and then they'd eliminate one couple they'd split the show in half oh yeah for the show dance yeah they'd like do the first half you'd do your you'd do the judges pick and then the show dance and then they'd have a break for voting when like Doctor Who or something was on and then at the beginning of the second act you know the, the the second show after doctor who where everyone people are coming back to do their favorite dance they'd eliminate someone and mm. i always felt like that felt like a real anti-climax just for one couple in the final i always thought either do it but it like if you're gonna do it eliminate two couples so, but i don't think they should do it i think they shouldn't do it I, no, I, like, I, I think i think if if you've prepared all week those dances for the final then let them do them so whoever's in the final should do all their dances. But if they were going to eliminate anyone in the, in the final, I, I think eliminate two and then and then leave it with one one on one um, for the win. I, I, I thought it was weird when they did four couples and then just eliminated one and three got to do the last dance. Um, I didn't like that. But, but then they sort of got rid of that and they've been doing like four couple finals, haven't they? Or three if we're only left with three and everyone gets to dance everything. But yeah, I don't know actually what what would happen um, if Hugo was to pull out as well, if they would just keep going and have a two couple final, or whether they'd spring a you know a, no one's getting a, no one's getting eliminated. But I don't I don't know if they'd announce that during the week because then there'd be no jeopardy on the show. I wonder if it like if head judge would get to make like an executive decision on the night, do you know what I mean? And just go, this dance-off's too close, if that were to happen. You know, I don't know if that would happen. I don't know, I don't know. What would you prefer? 
I, I think it would be fair if they did, as you do in week one and week two, where you combine the two scores together. Um, mm. The only the only change I would make is that it, it always seems a bit unfair in that situation where you have to do the dance that you did in week two. So, for example, this year when Nina had to do her tango again rather than mm. do her samba. Right. Yeah. 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 That's that's not a bad idea actually. If if they announced like we're going to do a combined scores thing where we're going to combine, combine your scores of, you know, say this week, week five and week six um, to, to have a, a scoreboard over two weeks. And no one actually gets eliminated on week five. Yeah. That's not a bad shout. It's not a bad idea. Hmm. Okay. Hopefully, hopefully you guys fit in well. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. Yeah. They'll have surely like the BBC do look after you. Like when I yeah. come to my knees and stuff, they've got physios on hand all the time. He'll be getting the best treatment. So mm. all, right, all right, thanks, James. James. Right, Kevin, okay. we're going to. Fred is jumping up and down. I think in, I, I think we can all the... guess who Fred's gonna talk about. My prediction is Fred wants to talk about Adam and Catcher. <laughs> <laughs> right, go on, Fred. <laughs> My apologies if I wasn't here last week, and happy birthday for last week, King Kev. Thank you, Fred. We missed you. Oh, it's okay. My apologies. You know, from last week's movie week when we had Cruella Deville, James Bond, and Needleboard topping pirates, we <laughs> found out. And when you know Adam and Catch's rumble last week left them at the bottom, which I was pretty upset about. I was like, no. <laughs> and then. And then when they were saying, they felt like relieved. And so turning now to this week, which was more of a positive one. Mm. Okay, so they were doing the, Argent the first Argentine tango of the series. Mm. Because, I, because, you know, it's good to do Argentine tango early in the series. Because the last time they did Argentine tango early in the series was in series 10 in 2012. Okay. Before you came to Strictly, and yeah. which was Karen's debut year, which we'll talk about later. Okay, so... Their Argentine tango was set in a swimming pool, an abandoned swimming pool, mm. which either that pool could have been shut down because of COVID reasons, or maybe it was closed, maybe for cleaning, or maybe because it wasn't used very much. Whatever the, the reason, know, that was yeah. Which I don't, okay, which we don't care about. But <laughs> okay, so I was glued to the screen with interest seeing how this is gonna go. So I was like glued. And then, you know, when we saw, you know, Adam doing that lift towards Catcher, that was like, I was eyeing the routine with interest. I was like, oh my God, that is so cool. I thought it was phenomenal. <laughs> Theatrical, arty, and right up my alley, Craig said. Mm. In fact, I loved it. And they got a clean sweep of eight. Yes. That's 12 points up on last week. And I felt, yes, they're back. <laughs> I think, yeah, as you said, Fred, that first lift where she went up and then he just turned oh. her, The core strength that Katia had yeah. on that, I was yeah, like... Yeah. Both that's, why, yeah. that's why she works out. And mm. then the more positive part was the results show that night, last night, when Katia was saved first. I bet that you went nuts, didn't you, Fred? <laughs> what? I bet you that went was, nuts, didn't you? Oh, I was like, oh, yes! That was the first time since in, in Katya's six series career that Katya had been one of the first few saved in week four after her first four series when, except, you know, her fifth year when COVID struck her down, when, you know, she was 
called last safe with Ed Balls and again with Joe McFadden. Then the first safe in the second half was Sean Walsh. And then this time, one of the first, the second to be saved in the second act of, or third act of the result, the results was with Mike Bushell. And the first, and the, in the first act of the results show week four was, that was just nuts. I never saw that happen before. <laughs> and also, Again, I want with to tell you a little bit of a lesson I learned okay. throughout this week. Mm -hmm. With Greg Cap with Greg Wise and Karen Howard's Samba. Mm. Now, even so, most people would think that, you know, oh, it's rubbish. I didn't really like it. I thought he had nothing to give. But actually, when, you know, he got, you know, he scored between three to seven, the range, mean mode median, which is what me and my mum do in like in maths or something. But <laughs> when, you know, but he did get a few sevens during his, across his four weeks of the competition. So... Yeah. I was just watching it, you know, it was a bit entertaining, wholesome wise, because I thought, you know, even though he couldn't dance, like he acts it, you know, he acts the dance, not, yeah. not like dance the dance, give the bravado that it needed. But on a whole, I did think it was very entertaining. But mm. there was one thing that that dance actually taught me is that, you know, Strictly is now a high standard cast, no matter if you're, if you're eliminated with the, uh, with the lowest score or not the lowest score on the night, it just shows to you that Strictly is now the high standard cast that needed. Mm -hmm. If you thought that dance was okay, oh, I think that dance was okay, then we'll be getting sent home. They're sent home for it. Oh, damn, I, oh, damn, I won't see that couple again. And so this shows me that, you know, Strictly has a high standard cast. It has that. Mm. Now, I thought Greg's costume as a whole, you know, with those raffles on his sleeves and the... Yeah. And you know, that colored shirt and the trousers with the pleats and that belt, it looked very much, he was like, you know, some kind of disco boy going to a gig band or something. Like, you know, he was a, he was a band, he was a band man. Hmm. Yeah. And using the conch shell to call the mermaid, or should I say, Karen. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was pretty funny, you know, when he did that, oh, uh. and that, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I did think it was. I did think it was pretty funny that Macarena as a whole, and that got <laughs> nineteen out of forty, the lowest <laughs> of the night, which was half the score of Jake Wood and Jet and Jeanette Monroe um, Macarena Samba in week mm. nine, which did scored thirty eight. But did you say they got a three and a seven? I can't remember. They got a three. Uh, I'm they scored nineteen. Three, three five five six. Three, yeah, three five, five, five six. six. So yeah. this is a thing that we were saying uh, the, the other week about when people um, redo <laughs> songs as well that are like, kind of iconic dances. So yeah. I remember Jake and Jeanette, like you say, doing, um, doing Macarena as a salsa. And it was sort of one of their big... Macarena. Yeah, and it was like one of their big numbers. Or like... Was it Macarena? You... I thought it was Mambo number five. That was the salsa. And then I think they did Samba to Macarena. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, which was just... Yeah. Yeah. But, so it was sort of their their thing, and that's what I mean. Like, yeah. if, and when um, Ot did um, me and Susan's quick step, and like, if you're gonna redo one that's sort of an iconic one, it's like that's why I said like I wouldn't <coughs> advise anyone to do Gangnam Style. I wouldn't advise anyone like, to dive to um, Pulp Fiction. Like, and anything. James Guinness, sort of, Leona. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't advise anyone to redo one that is so iconic yeah. to link to another well, couple. 
Well, Greg Wise did, you know, that Samba to Macarena, but yeah. that only got half the score Jeanette scored. That's what I mean. It felt a bit like, to me, that was a score of two halves. Mm. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But, you know, it was a bit different because, you know, because, you know, if you reverse it six, five, five, three, that's like, you know, if you were to combine that two, except fives, which were like, you know, you put two fives and make a 10. And also that's hmm. Karen Howard's that's also Karen's earliest ever exit on the show with, right. you know, only like, only being in 12th place. If you exclude the withdrawal of Will yeah. Young in that case. Yeah. Well, let's see what, like, Sh Sharon, what did you think of Greg and Karen? Well, nice to see you, to see you, <laughs> to see everyone all nice. Even though that was Karen's earliest ever exit, I do believe, I do believe, you know, 12th place was her earliest exit, four weeks in the competition. Half the record with half the half the number of half the number of weeks with Jeremy Vine. And well, what more can I say? It felt <laughs> a bit like, you know, thanks. pride would have come before a fall. Yeah, <laughs> thanks, Fred. Thank you, let's Fred. See, let's see what Sharon And I know I know Fred's Hi. mad happy that Katya and, and Adam are back. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I don't have Fred's knowledge of all the stats, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. uh, um, but what I can say is I was disappointed. I, I, you know me, I'd, I'd always sort of thought Greg was a bit of a dark horse, mm. but I was disappointed. I didn't think the concept of the dance was a good idea. Um, I, I don't know, it's just shells and the beach, Macarena. I don't know, I just, I, I wasn't keen. Um, I thought he tried to put his personality through. He threw everything mm. into it. And as Isabel was just saying now on the chat, that it had a lot of Samba content. So mm. Karen didn't slack on the choreography at all there. But I just thought it was a bit awkward and it just didn't gel. Um, well, he, but he started wrong, didn't he? He, he literally, the beginning. The yeah, he yeah. said he was nervous. It was the first time that he'd been nervous um, to do to do the dance. And it seemed to show. And, and I, I just didn't like the outfits. He just didn't seem quite so comfortable. I, I think what happened, because um, yeah, that, that, that's what happened is he started off like a, like a train in terms of how quick he was dancing. Like, right. I think he really understood that it was a big theme, you know, Macarena's a big song. He's going out there with frills on his costume and he was going for sort of something big that stands out and full of personality. And, and it felt to me like he was really energized before it started. And he was like, right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take it on. I'm gonna go for it. And he just started off too quick. He, he, he was going so far ahead of the music. And at that point, you know, uh, Karen's got to got to hold him back and hold him hold him down onto the timing. And it just it just got out of whack. Um, yeah. I don't know if it was any different in the dance off, Joe, was it or? Uh, he still went out of time. Out of time. On the same bits. It probably wasn't as obvious. Like Karen was like proper like putting him on the right foot and stuff but um he still went wrong they both went wrong but then yeah so so here's my thing on so, so we've, we've also sort of obviously mentioned um uh, another couple of of the couples as well and one thing that i wanted to say was like what well, you know where we talk about the scoring and we, and we talk about it, the first few weeks you sort of you know they're f figuring out who everyone is and how they dance and whatever and then it gets to a point where it's where we talk about um, uh, and not for not to say that this is a, a good or bad thing, just figuring out what it is um, about how they actually score it. Are that we always bringing it up? Are they scoring 
against all the other couples, like comparing that dance to other dances on the show, or are they comparing that couple to how they've danced before, like in term, terms of their own journey and their own progression? Because, so we, we talk about Greg, he starts off his samba, he starts off out of time, right? And so they then go, okay, you know, it, unfortunately it was out of, out of time, uh, you know, the problems with it technically, three, five, five, six. Then if we compare that to say Rose and Giovanni, now I love this couple. I've said from the beginning, I think that they're gonna win. Um, I, th I think Rose is an absolute joy to watch on, on the dance floor. The truth is in this dance, they started out and I think, and, and I really applaud what he wanted to do here. Um, he started off behind her in the cha-cha so that she had no visual of him. So she's doing the difficult cha-cha timing on her own without a visual on him, without her leading her, which was a great idea, but she went out of time, right? As much as I love Rose and Giovanni, she, did go, she, she didn't keep the timing. She was out of time. Um, and, you know, you can always point to technical things. Nobody's technically perfect. Sarah was pretty close, <laughs> but um, nobody has ever technically put, you can always pick out technical mistakes. So Greg, out of time, technical mistakes, three, five, five, six. Rose, out of time, some technical mistakes, seven, six, six, eight, a completely different score. Then you look at, say, um, AJ and Kai, they did a brilliant Samba. Um, they said there were some technical problems um, and, you know, technically it wasn't good. I would say technically it wasn't worse than anybody else's, certainly. And she got a five from Craig. So, so Greg got a three, Rose got, like talking about Craig's marks in particular, Rose got a seven and AJ got a five. Now, were there some technical problems with AJ Samba? Yeah, of course. Any worse than Roses? No, I, I personally wouldn't say so as a, as a professional. Um, and Rose went out of time, AJ didn't. But, but AJ got a five from Craig and Rose got a seven from Craig. So, and now, now I'm not criticizing the mark, that's his professional opinion. What, what I'm saying is there must be then an element of the judges comparing their dance to themselves. Mm -hmm. AJ and, and why, why sometimes it doesn't pay to get massive, great, big scores in the first couple of weeks. Because this is what we were saying. AJ has set the bar so high for herself in, in those first three weeks. And brilliant, but like she's obviously worked really hard, really gone for it, produced some incredible dances. Like I think we'd all agree, AJ is pretty phenomenal to watch. And she's got, you know, nines, you know, eights and nines right off the bat. And then that she does one dance where say Craig, for example, thinks, oh, there was a couple of technical problems there, five. Whereas I wonder, like, I, I'm only saying Rose because we've brought her up already. She's one of the first couples we've talked about. I'm not saying, um, this is not leveled at Rose, this could be anyone. Had Rose have danced a samba exactly like AJ did, I don't think she would have got a five. I think she would have got a lot more than a five. Because I think they would have been comparing Rose to Rose in week one, two, three. So Rose, I think, would have got seven, eight, nine. 
is something like if she'd have danced a samba like AJ danced that samba. Do you know what I mean? Does that make sense? Now I'm not criticizing that. I'm 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 just I'm just saying that they must be comparing the couples against their own first few weeks, because I I, I personally, as a professional watching that, don't understand how if we're going by those things of timing, technical things, how AJ's can be a five <clears throat> when, you know, some of the other dances, I'm not going to keep saying, cause I don't mean this at Rose. I mean, in everyone across the board um, was getting marked higher than that. When you can pick out technical problems with everybody's dances, apart from maybe Sarah, you'd need to be a, of a high standard to pick out any, the technical faults there because she did a really good job. Um, but everyone else I look at and go, there's loads of technical issues there. Like was Tilly's Paso any technically stronger than AJ's Samba? You know, I don't, I personally don't think so. Um, but she got a six from Craig and an eight from Motsi. Whereas AJ got a five from Craig and a seven from Motsi. So I don't know, this, this is where the marks get, um, let's say interesting, because I'm sat at home trying to figure out how those marks um, happen. Well, yeah, there's sorry. even interest in the, the, the dance off because, because Shirley would have saved Greg. Right. So what's she marking that on? She was marking that on, she counted the mistakes that they made. But if you add the whole package together, Mm. Me personally, I, I I would have saved Judy. I don't know about anybody else. I mean, I mean, like I say, I didn't see the dance off, so I can't judge it on that dance. I'm only I'm only looking at the live show, um, and on the live show, it it was knowing that it was them two in the dance off. It was obvious to me that Judy and Gratz would have to be saved, unless anything majorly different happened in the dance off. And it did. She did go wrong. And I was like, in the first reaction, I was sat at home and I went, oh no, mm. uh, because she did, she did go wrong. She did mess up quite a bit at the beginning. But I still thought in general, in terms of, okay, not just not, not going wrong just with steps, but in terms of technique, like frame and this and that, and, mm. the, and the whole performance and the, the emotion that she gave and, and stuff, then I would have saved Judy. Mm. Put your hands up if you'd have saved Judy. Yeah, so majority, yeah. Not, yeah, but not everyone. Not everyone, no. Yeah. But th see, this is the interesting... Uh, sorry, Sharon, <laughs> we'll, we'll get back to you in one second. Um, um, this is it. We, I know we've brought this up on the podcast before. Is uh, It's a slight bugbear of mine that they keep sort of saying this thing every week that like, oh, you. they seem to want to put this thing on Judy where like, oh, you're a lot of fun, but technically, you know, it's really poor. And me as a professional, I'm watching it. I don't think she's technically that different to most of them in, in, in the competition. Does she make mistakes? Yeah, of course. But does, do, do the other couples make technical mistakes? Yeah, all over the place. So uh, to, to me, she's not bad technically, I, I, I don't think. I can find technical things wrong with it, but I can find technical things wrong with all of them. Do you know what I mean? Uh, like, just because I don't want to keep, I keep saying Rose, let's say Tilly's Paso, for example, you know, I got two nines and an eight. But there's there's a lot of technical stuff in there that I would have wanted to have changed. Yeah. There was you know there's a lot that's technically wrong, and I, and I wonder if if Judy had done exactly that same paso, danced exactly the same as Tilly did, if they'd have said, "Wow, that was a nine, Judy," or whether they'd have said, "Yeah, you put a lot into it, but there's technical mistakes, Judy." Do you know what I mean? It's like 
I feel like we get to a point where there's an idea of a couple in everyone's heads and Judy is, is now becoming the one that's fun, but technically all over the place. And I don't think she is technically all over the place. I think she's doing a good job. I think she's doing a good job. It's a shame that she did mess up because who we got here in the... Sorry, Sharon, we will come back to you. <laughs> yeah, we've, got, we've gone off on one of our tangents and it's like... <laughs> well, we'll go to Isabel in a minute because she agreed with Shirley. Who did you... Who were you saving, um, Sharon? Um... Oh gosh, that that was a, that would have been really tricky, I think, for me to decide. Um, I don't know. I mean, I I enjoyed both both routines in, yeah. in different ways. That would that I would have been torn there, I yeah. think. Um, but I think probably it was Greg's. Uh, as um, sorry, I'm not sure of his name. James, sorry, James. James said that um, I think Greg's sort of the end of the road came from him when he danced James Bond because he sort of gave that tribute to his sister mm. and he, thought, he and I thought yeah okay maybe he had a bit more to give but mm. between those two routines I I was disappointed so probably um, Greg would have gone for me right. too tricky it was yeah. tricky mm. I'm gutted that Judy's in the dance off again. I just think they're such a great couple. I really like them. And I know like Graziano is my boy. So I know maybe there is a bit of bias in there. I don't know, but I just, I just think they're great. Yeah. I, I just think they they create beautiful characters with their dances. I, I think their, their storytelling is beautiful. Like, I, I would imagine there was a lot of people got quite emotional watching Judy and Grazia. I did. I really I loved did. it. And that's what it's all about for me. And now, okay, if it was a technical disaster, then that is another thing to, to talk about. But it wasn't a technical disaster. Um, and, and they created a lot more emotion than, than a lot, lot of couples I think that's fantastic. Interestingly, a non-dancer AJ, my AJ, was watching it and, and he was like, I love that you can really see that Graziano and Judy are like proper mates. Mm, mm. And I was like, that's an interesting comment. Yeah. You can. Yeah. And you can, um, Graziano's uh, personality came out and you could see how much he cares for Judy as well. Mm. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Mm. Yeah. Right, should we go, so let's see Isabel, cause she would have agreed with, thanks Sharon. Let's go to right. Isabel, cause she agreed with Shirley. Hmm. Oh, interesting. Okay. Hi, everybody. Hi, Hi. Isabel. Um, yeah, I would agree with Shirley because, um, okay, yes, Greg did make the same mistake as he did on the main show, but I thought he did improve because I just saw that one mistake. Whereas Judy, now, I loved the sentiment, I loved the tribute to her parents. And so, and it was great to see the contrast from like big and brassy Mama Morton in the Charleston to. Hmm quiet and gentle and understated in this waltz but mm. now I'm not a ballroom expert but I did not spot one heel lead throughout she was very on her toes all the time and sort of mm -hmm. for me having watched Strictly every year and sort of gained a little bit of knowledge I thought well isn't that like a big red flag that there's no heel leads from her or is it I don't know, but yeah, that's why I would have agreed with Shirley and saved Greg. Mm, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's interesting because I feel like with some dances, you know how we were saying about um, 
John and Johannes mm. last week or the week before, whenever it was, and we were saying you kind of you kind of have to watch it again to look for technical stuff because you enjoy it so much. Mm. That's how I kind of felt with with Judy and Graziano. I mean, it was a ballroom dance, so I should have seen that there was football football <laughs> footwork <laughs> problems uh but i now i'm gonna go back and watch it again because i didn't i didn't see that and i think it's because i was enjoying it and i think that that's the same as um when we go back to adam and katia there's lots of uh, comments on twitter that oh it's not there was not enough argentine tango in it it was all lifts but actually i was like well i was just so engrossed in the dance that i didn't think about how much flicks or whatever was in it i just thought it was amazing mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah and like i said katty's creativity for lifts knows no bounds like seriously the amount of stuff that she's created over the last five years or six mm -hmm. years is insane when it comes to lifts mm -hmm. she's just fearless she don't care like yeah. if i had a non-dancer and i was trying to do those lifts i'd have been like no i'm gonna save my ass doing that and my dancing career um but she's like nah whatever let's give it a go i, I thought the argentine tango was, was, was great yeah I, I thought it i thought it was really good i thought it was a big like comeback week for them yeah um because the the i thought they started off well week one then i think week two and three stumbled a little bit um and then you know, and this, I remember we were talking about, um, you know, because a lot of people, it got brought up last week and, and a lot of people were talking about, you know, oh, are they trying to get Adam out with the selection of dances? I remember we were talking about that from, you know, Cha-Cha and he's done Quick Step and he's done, and now, now they're throwing him Argentine tango. And and this is what I was saying, like, if, if you do it decent, if, if you get it right, um, I think it was James that brought this up last week. Um, if, if you get it right, an Argentine tango can be a godsend of a dance because it, it's such a crowd pleaser. And, and you, you can do stuff like you have this scope to do sort of lifty things like that. And if you've got a partner like Katya, who is fearless and will throw herself into lifts like that, and you've got a, a partner like Adam, who is strong, and can hold her and and use his core and and really do those lifts well. Um, that's a really winning combination for for a dance like that. Yeah. So, so that, that's why like I wasn't so worried about them heading into an Argentine tango. Um, and I didn't I didn't see it like oh my god he's been given an Argentine tango like you can't do any of that in a cha cha cha. Do you know what I mean? You don't you don't have that kind of rope um, to do that stuff in in a cha cha cha. Um, or a waltz, you know, you, you can't, you, you can't just chuck your partner over your shoulder, you know, in, in a waltz. So you have, you have to, you're more exposed technically or a rumba. That was the other one that they did. There's nothing more exposing than a rumba on, on the show in terms of when it, when it comes to technical ability, rumba and cha-cha, I think. Um, whereas Argentine tango isn't that it's more showy, it's more crowd pleasy. And I, I, I thought it was made for them that dance because of their own, capabilities and, and I thought they did a, a great job it was really good mm. I loved Dan I thought this was a great comeback yeah, week like I loved the mashup of um can't touch this and super freak I, I love the content um love the storytelling and I was just so happy that he made no mistakes and I'm like yes Dan you made no mistakes <laughs> and it was so entertaining and I loved the whole school disco concept and <laughs> yeah. the running man and the hammer 
move I just thought this is brilliant like I'm, such a you know what I loved about Dan is that he embraced the whole thing and yeah. um we were talking about on the podcast saying how I'm always banging on about cha-cha-cha no one needs to hear me bang on about cha-cha-cha anymore <laughs> but I, I was saying like I'm scared for Dan because it's cha-cha-cha and I just I wonder if this will be <laughs> a dance for him and um and I saw I don't know if it was on social media or something or an interview or something that I saw Dan at some point say yeah a lot of people have been been saying about the cha-cha-cha being a difficult one but I'm really going for this I'm really enjoying it and I thought all right okay he's going for it and he did like I love that he came out and just went energy and he was full of personality and he he properly embraced the whole kind of craziness of of the MC Hammer stuff um I was really pleased for him I was uh, at the end of it I was like you know he's He's pulled that off, I think, actually. Yeah. But wasn't it, wasn't it Craig who was like, oh, I don't know what that was about. But it was an iconic move from MC Hammer. Or yeah, I, exactly. Or what are you going to do? You're going to do MC Hammer and not do that move? Like, do you know what I mean? <laughs> 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 yeah, no, I, I, I was really pleased for him. And I would hope it's all right. I would love to talk about my favourite, John and Johannes. I was so gutted that mm -hmm. they slipped down the leaderboard because I really enjoyed this dance. I don't know what, the, maybe I was in a bit of a weird mood. I don't know what the judges were watching. I absolutely loved this dance. I thought it was so joyful mm. and I loved the lift. I was like, this is a moment, this lift. Like that was, it was so simple, yet it was beautiful mm -hmm. because it's the first time we've seen a same a male, male lift. So I thought that was great. Um, I keep saying it. I love the changes of lead and I think, mm. It would because I know we're so used to seeing male and female couples so they don't change the lead. I love that we're seeing this and I hope we get to see it in the future, maybe, because you did it with Stacey and your Doctor Who Tango. Mm -hmm. I hope we can see it with more couples, hopefully, if it fits the content. Yeah. yeah. I think what it was with that, with the judges and stuff, is that it was an American smooth. And what you expect really, an expectation of American smooth, is just like bam bam thank you ma'am kind of kind of like wow stuff whereas they took the kind of chill vibe again like uh john getting off the whatever it was they were sat on and doing like dancing just like chilled and then it was all kind of like chills it was a really chilled american smooth whereas yeah. i think the expectation of one when you hear someone's doing an american smooth rather than just say a normal foxtrot or a normal vin is what you think american smooth go oh it's going to be like showy and jazz handy um but it wasn't they took a chilled vibe and i think maybe that was just not what the judges expected it to be and also, um, it's that same thing again of like, okay, well now this now they're getting an idea of the couple, so they start to judge them against themselves. Yeah. And last week we got a paso that blew everyone away and got three tens. So then it, it, it's like in football when they say your most dangerous time is after you've just scored. Like <laughs> you know, for them, like your most your most dangerous time on Strictly is kind of after you've just got tens. Because now you're so vulnerable. Now you've set the bar really high. Now you're being judged against a standard of 10. Whereas when we don't quite know the couple yet, we're just going, is this good or is this not? Now we're going, is this a 10 or is this not as good as a 10? And, and, so, and if it's not as good as a 10, you're going, oh, okay, so they've had a dip this week. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Happened, the perception hit. That happened to Jay. He got a 10 from Bruno for Pulp Fiction Jive. And then I think he had quick step the following week mm. and he slipped up majorly. So, yeah, kind of yeah. came back down to earth. So, yeah, 
not unusual but yeah I loved John and Johannes like I'll still yeah, they're do. still in my top four for the final for sure yeah and it's nice to see some Johannes <laughs> blossom this year I think yeah oh he's amazing isn't he yeah. love him yeah yeah <laughs> yeah thanks Isabel thank you thank you Isabel right Kevin we're going to Oh, um, let's go to Emily Cadmore because she had her hand up for about an hour and a half last week before we got to us. <laughs> and everyone was writing to me in the comments like, Emily's literally like, her arm's falling off. Can you please go to Emily? <laughs> <laughs> I've worked out how to use the uh, computer hand. Oh, okay. <laughs> so my, my arms are a bit less achy. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I thought it was a great show. There was a load of shouting at the TV in my house on Saturday. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, as, as we've already touched on, there was some, well, odd odd scoring, but mm. I think as you've just sort of de de described a bit, Kevin, um, the it seems that some of the people that I would have given higher scores to have been marked down because they've done so well previously. So they're being mm. perhaps slightly penalised for their, their early success while other people are catching up. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I think, um, yeah, we, we've already touched on, uh, on on Rose and Giovanni, but looking, I'm using um, I'm using Tilly as a bit of a benchmark because I thought okay. she did well and I enjoyed the dance, but it certainly wasn't up there with my favourites, and I thought that she was overscored compared to a number of others, or you know whether it's actually on the technical or the enjoyment factor. I definitely, I, I wrote down, I can't believe that she got higher scores than, uh, than Rose as a starting right. point and then mm -hmm. looking at others others going through. Um, but in, in terms of a few that we haven't discussed already, Reese and Nancy, I thought were amazing. Yes, um, I loved Reese and Nancy. Yeah, my, my first notes was, wow, OMG in tens within about 10 seconds. I just thought <laughs> it was... I, I just thought he was giving it his, his all. I, I, I think he's brilliant. He's really I, um, I actually said, because my AJ, not Pritchard, um, <laughs> asked me, who would you have wanted to dance with if you run it? And I thought for a while, and I was like, do you know what? Probably Reese, because he has got so much energy, so much personality. And although he... He needs to calm down sometimes a bit because it can get too too much. But I always like it when somebody's too much and you can bring it down rather than being not enough and then we can bring it up. Don't you, Kev? Yeah, oh, yeah. I much prefer an, an energetic dancer. Yeah, mm -hmm. and someone that goes for it and, and attacks it. I thought it was fantastic. There was one lift that they did that I, I haven't seen before on the show that was mad. They, I, I can't remember exactly what it was, but he seemed to just sort of chuck her over his shoulder and sort of caught her as, as he turned into like, I think he caught her like by her arm and leg or something and was swinging around like rotating while she was still lifted across the floor. Like it looked like a lift that was going to be an up and down, like a lift her over, down, put her back down. But she went over, got caught as he was turning and, and they carried on turning into another lift. And I was like, whoa, that was mad. Um, yeah, I don't agree. Take it gentler. Like I think that was a comment from, uh, I think Anton said that I've written down. Um, he's another one, Reese. I think someone said it a couple of weeks ago that Reese, although he got, I know he got a ten last week. I, f I feel like compared to some of the other couples, it, it goes slightly under the radar. 
Whereas yeah. I, I just think had some of the other couples danced, and, and this is what I keep saying, had one of the others danced exactly like that, come out and done that exact dance with the same level of technique and the same energy levels and everything, like had, um, had Dan come out and done that or had Tilly come out or Rose come out and done that, what I think the judges would have gone nuts for it. But with yeah. Reese, it's like he seems to get judged with this super standard of like, oh, we can kind of see that he's got loads of rhythm and loads of energy, so we'll judge him to a higher standard. To me, do you know what I mean? Like, I, I just, that, and, and again, it comes down to what you're scoring it on, it, whether you're scoring it against the other couples or whether you're scoring it against, uh, against um, yourself. Because if, if Tilly's Paso was a nine, for example, she got two nines in her Paso, right? Now I'm not saying the judges marks were wrong or right, it's their opinion. But if you think that Tilly's Paso is a nine, then Reese has to be at least a nine. Yeah. <laughs> has to be like, or, or even a 10, like, you know, to me, but he didn't get an, a nine. Reese got uh, eight, eight, seven, eight. Seven, did he? Yeah. Oh, which, so which to me is like mad because I just think, wow, had had someone else done that, they would have got eight, eight, nines, tens. What did Shirley give Dan Walker? Shirley gave Dan a seven. So she gave Reese the same as Dan Walker. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And like, it's, it's, I love Dan's dance, but yeah, Reese is. You know, in just just in terms of ability, he's better. But but so she must be judging Dan against Dan and Reese against yeah, Reese, as absolutely. opposed to Dan against Reese. And I'm not saying that's wrong. I'm saying that must be what's happening, because if you're comparing dance against dance, the scores look all over the place to me. Yeah, it must be that. Must be voting against themselves, like their yeah. previous dances. Yeah, it must be. Because even even with Rose, like. It's interesting, like, I saw a lot of comments with Rose that like people thought Rose was underscored and, and, and stuff. I, I will start this sentence by saying, I love Rose. I want Rose in the final and I think Rose is with the winner. Um, I think they're a great partnership. I didn't think this the week was their best dance. No. I thought they've done three better dances than this. Uh, I, I she, you know, she went out of time there was some technical, you know, everyone had technical mistakes, Rose being one of them. And um, and I, I just thought it could have done with slightly more energy, but not necessarily through fault of her own. It's the cha-cha-cha. It's just one of those dances that is like that, you know, that is difficult to, to pull off. But she, but she got seven, six, six, eight. You know, she, she got an eight um, for that dance. The same as Reese got um but she did she did start the show right she started the show yes so the judges don't actually at that point have anyone to compare it to but we're thinking they're comparing it to themselves mm, yeah. so so if so so this is where i get confused and again it's not me saying this is right or wrong it's just me trying to figure it out for myself it's like if I'm comparing Rose to some of the other dances, that would be one score. If I'm comparing Rose to Rose, I think the three dances she's done have been better than that one. Yeah. For me. Um, 
but she, you know, she still got a decent score. Um, she still got an eight. Like if I'm looking at Anton's scores, for example, he gave Rose an eight. Um, he gave Tom a seven. You know, I thought Tom did a really good job. Same. Technically, it was technically it was better than that cha-cha. He didn't go out of time, and it was an, and it was a, it, it was a great number. And it's a it's right up Anton's street, <laughs> that kind of number. But he got a seven, and Rose got an eight. Um, he gave Tilly a nine for the Paso. He, he gave John and Johannes an eight. He gave Reese and Nancy an eight. Sarah, okay, we'll talk about in a minute. Dan a seven, Judy seven, Adam eight, and AJ an eight. So yeah, just trying to work out the scores, what what exactly they're comparing the dances to. Yeah, it was, it was yeah very very difficult to follow what they were doing. But you you just touched on there, Kevin. Another favourite was definitely Sarah and Aliash. They God. were incredible. I I think I reckon if she can keep going like that in the ballroom, I reckon mm. she'll be semi final. Oh my gosh, she's brilliant. She really it could. Depends on depends on the Latin because you've just got as we've seen in previous series, you've just got to get caught out on one dance that isn't so great, haven't you? throughout the whole process but I mean that 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 happens with everybody but mm. her ballroom is just incredible isn't it insane I text Alia yeah. actually yeah so did I yeah I was just like that was amazing but I also didn't agree with how like they they kept going on about her head and I was like to Alia I was like as a ballroom girl I loved her head what <laughs> she needed to do I actually got I mean those of you listening at home you won't be seeing what I'm doing what Anton described it as was her head too far to the left so that she came in, right? That's not it, in my opinion. Anton, love you. But get that head was amazingly out to the left. I loved it. What she needed to do to not do that was this. So look, I'm keeping my head in the same position. Describe it, yeah. <laughs> Joe, people are listening. Thousands of people are listening to this podcast right now. Going, <laughs> what Sarah needs to do is that. <laughs> no, it's move her rib cage, move her rib cage, keep her head where she's got it. And as if someone's pulling her left elbow out to the side and, and yeah. move the rib cage out to the left. You see, I've not moved my head, but it, it just doesn't yeah. look like that. Rib cage to the left. And if anything, lift, lift, tilt the rib cage up slightly. Hmm. Um, but Rather than head, yeah. Yeah, I, I text Aliash going, don't do that, don't do that, do that. I, I text her because, like, honestly, I made the point last week that, like, Ali, I think Ali is so good at quickly figuring out what his partner is about and yeah. what they're good at, what their strengths are, their ways of learning, what number works for them, and choreographing to that. So not just trying to choreograph the best tango he can think of, choreographing for what is going to make her look good. And what he's been able to do in these few weeks, in this month that he's had with her, is astonishing. Uh, amazing. It's phenomenal. If, if, you, if you look at her in week one, and because I know the cha-cha is a completely different dance to tango, but also just in general energy and confidence levels, just personality level that you attack the dance with. Like, she is a different dancer in week four. I'd say she, she's definitely improved from from everyone starting there were a lot of people who a, a lot of well I don't think anyone was, was particularly um dance trained I might be wrong mm. but generally the majority of the, the majority of the contestants this year are starting from very little dancing or, mm. or none 
but some of them AJ for example was sort of stunning from the beginning Mm. and it's just uh, I think a lot of people me me um also like to see somebody improving that much and Mm. I know everyone's working hard but the the Mm. level of hard work she must be putting in to get to that you know to to improve so dramatically um yeah yeah, I'm I'm excited to see them go from strength to strength but also Aliash for me is just like you enjoy dancing with him because he's just really not like I don't he was my dance partner on burn the floor um, and we didn't know each other at that point, uh, and we just danced together. And I remember we were doing a quick step one time, and I did a contra check, which was explained uh, in Tanga in uh, Aliash's VT. But I did a contra check in quick step, so I did this step back and came back up, and I absolutely smacked him on the head with my head. And he had this big. We both had these big old eggs on our head for the rest of the show, and I was, I was going, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. But he was so chilled and so nice that like he's just nice to another, isn't it? It makes you confident and feel good. Imagine, imagine how I felt when after me and Stace won, but I couldn't do the Strictly tour, and she had to get mm. off and dance with Aliash on the Strictly tour. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> 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 just just to finish up I also absolutely loved them Judy and Graziano I mm. thought they were wonderful emotional just beautiful really yeah it was it was it was dance from the heart wasn't it and uh yeah mm. pulled at everyone's heartstrings I think but I, I thought it was a really lovely dance and I really enjoyed it and uh I wasn't watching it quite often I'm not able to watch it live but I will be making sure that I am watching it live next week so that I can be putting in a few votes because they they obviously need them because they're, yeah. they're brilliant I don't know why people aren't voting but I don't. I don't yeah know. I don't know why people aren't voting for Judy and Gretz let's start a campaign from this podcast I want them through to Halloween because I think they would do something brilliant in yeah. the uh, characters yeah. I think that would be fair yeah. that would be a real shame if they didn't get through so I think we all need to vote, vote for them please. okay the campaign <laughs> starts today <laughs> thanks Emily <laughs> thank you thank you yeah I just want to go back to Tom and Amy because that was another one who I texted on Instagram to mm. Amy I was like that was stunning yeah and she sorry I know it's not about the pro really it's the the, the celebs judge but she was stunning that Great, dress yeah. I was like I need that dress her hair she just looked beautiful I was like yeah, the whole thing. I loved it. I didn't know why. It didn't get like excited comments, did it? No, that's what I mean. Again, I think he's another one that's being held to quite a high standard. I feel, you know, imagine mm. if anyone else had, had done that dance. Uh, I, I feel they'd have gone, you know, that they'd, they'd have talked so wonderfully about it. Do you know what I mean? Say it was like, and again, I love John and Johannes, but had John and Johannes done that exact box trot, people would have fallen in love and gone, they're just amazing. And yes. But it's Tom and Amy. They go, oh, it's a seven. Do you know what I mean? Three sevens. I, I, for me, it was under, underscored. Yeah, I mean. I, I, I thought they were brilliant. Yeah, they uh, were obvious, like, okay, yeah, hold, sometimes drop. But, like, everybody, and it was his first ballroom as well. Yeah. But the whole, the routine was amazing. He was, he was really, and you can see the potential there. And it, when yeah. they were out of hold and they were doing all the Fred and Ginger stuff. Yeah, I was that like, side yeah, by yeah. side section was great. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, really good. Okay. Right, who are we going to? Donna. Go on, Donna. Um, oh, yeah. 
Well, I wanted to talk about Tom and Amy. You know, I love their dance, yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, I feel like he is improving, but mm-hmm. I'm kind of a little bit worried for him because he's got the salsa next week and I was wondering he's got to move his hips a little bit more. Kevin? Mm-hmm. Um, again, salsa can be a crowd pleaser. I, 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 <laughs> I always found salsa quite difficult on, on uh, Strictly. I found it uh, difficult to sort of pitch it. Um, well, I, th- I think he could do all right in this because I think he showed when they did the cha-cha, he showed enough like that, that there's work going into the hips, whereas Salsa, he doesn't have to do it on straight legs. What I'm seeing with Tom is Tom. that he, 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 and I, I know we hate the J word, but he will go on J because what you see with them is like there is a massive potential. He's not coming out and like being killing it and just being in your face, killing yeah. it. Like, like some other couple in a good way, I meant that, but like he, but he's not doing that. But there are moments in each dance and each week where he's improving each week. And then you see the moments of brilliance that I think he will get better, like, gradually. Mm. Yeah. And I sort of talk about Judy and Graziano, mm. about, like, I cannot understand, like, why they're in the dance-off. Yeah, I know she made some mistakes in that mm. dance, but I don't know if it's because of not the votes or people looking at it technically. Mm. That's the thing. It, it, come, it comes down to what everyone's thing is you know like joe if you're looking at a dance right like if there's like a pet hate thing where like if they do this wrong then it's a big x against it do you know what i mean like like that's like craig with his swivels in charleston right right (laughs) so for some people it's like certain technical things it's like they don't like, like they won't accept that a dance is good if these technical things are not taken care of or um you know, for some people, it's just performance. If like, if it's just not performed in any way, if it's just a display of steps, then it's it's no good. My my personal one is is timing. So if someone's off time, like I I I can't begin. I can't even begin to enjoy the dance. I'll accept um, I'll accept um, technical mistakes because everyone does technical. The pros do technical mistakes here and there. You know, like no one is te- technically perfect because such a thing doesn't exist um, because there's different opinions on how the technique should be danced in, in, in some dances. So technical perfection doesn't exist. So I'll accept technical flaws as long as you give me a, a story and a character and a performance. But if it's off time, I, ca- I, can't, I can't ignore that and, and go, oh, OK, um, then... I can still enjoy the performance, you know, for, for example, even, even if they're really entertaining, I'm like, it's off time. That's why like, I, I, I watched Greg's one and he was off time. I'm, before I can start to analyze it or enjoy it, I'm going, oh, it's off time. And, and that's why the same, and I, it only happened at the beginning in Rose. And then Giovanni did a really good job of, of getting her back on time. But at the beginning, Rose went out of time. So I was going, oh no, 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 no. Like, like this, like I say, Joe, is a pro spotted it immediately got in front of her and you see the bit where he put his hand like round her in his hips and he just held her in place to then go in and that's why Shirley made the comment you 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 know you led her really well um for me it's timing so I guess for some people 
it might be like a technical thing. Like if, if there's something specific, you know, Craig has a thing about like, oh, your finger was sticking up in <laughs> sometimes in the hold. In oh, the thumb. The thumb, your thumb, that's it. Your thumb was sticking up. Or for some people, it's like, oh, you were singing along to the song. You were mouthing the words to the song. That doesn't bother me at all. I, I, I honestly don't care if someone's singing along to the song. I used to do that sometimes in competitions. Be, be singing along to whatever song I'm dancing. To me, it's just like you're enjoying the music. Like, it doesn't bother me at all, someone mouthing the words to the song. But for some people, it's like their pet hate bugbear. They're going to mark them down for it. So maybe Judy is doing something that, you know, for the for judges or even for voters, you know, that they just go, oh, okay, that's the thing for, for me that I just can't look past. I don't know what it would be. I personally love them. Do you think the up and down scoring is also to do with not just technically, but how they are personality and how they act out? Yeah, for sure. Like, because I think, I think every dance, for every dance, the end result should be the performance of the dance. The, the technique is always something that you should use. Like Latin dancing and born dancing doesn't exist so that people can show us some displays of, of technique. That's not what it's there for. Latin dancing exists for, like, if you're participating in it, it's to enjoy it and to express yourself. If you're what if you're watching it, it's to be entertained by it. So you want you want to be told a story. You want to be given a performance. You want to be lost in like, you know, like when the generation before before us were watching Fred and Ginger, you know, amazing ballroom dancers in in movies in that sort of age of Hollywood. They're not watching them to study their ballroom technique. They're just being entertained by the movie and, and entertained by the dance numbers. So the, the end goal for me always should be the number as a performance. What is it about? What does it mean? Who are these characters? What's the, what's the story they're telling? You know, what's happening and, in the dance? But and, the, the um, technique is there as a tool for you to do it the best way possible. And that, the, brings me, yeah. that brings me back to Judy because for me, that was, and as I think it was Isabel saying that she saw footwork problems, but I, I even being a born dancer, I was like, I was crying my eyes out with that. I was just like, Meh, sending messages like, oh, I'm crying to Judy and Gretchen. Yeah. Um, and because of that, because of the, what they were able to transmit to me through a telly, not even live, like, well, it was live, but as in like, not in the same room, what they were, I was like, well, that's one of the more, mem for me, that was one of the more memorable dances of the night because I was just in bits. Mm. Like, so, so that's why everyone's like likes and dislikes in a dance are different or what they're hoping to see or not see or, you know, or, or whatever. For me, like as a judge, looking at it as a judge, it is possible to do a dance that has technical flaws can still be a 10 like th th there's been many dances on strictly that you can find technical things wrong with it but they've got 10s because it's such a great performance and it and, it, and it's so dramatic or it's so like it, it just does what what that dance is supposed to do even if there's technical flaws also for me it is possible to do like as near you can get to technical perfection and it still be a six like the memorable one she done about Sean Paul, so <laughs> that was amazing. I, I love that was one of my favourite numbers in the history of Strictly. Yeah, but, but it's it's for me it's possible to get a six for something that is almost technically perfect. 
if it's oh. not interesting. And on It Takes Two, Anton, Anton was in, doing an interview on It Takes Two tonight, and he says something really interesting. He likes it, the way that the leaderboard is like, one week there's a couple that's up top of the leaderboard, and yeah. next week it's another. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah, it's great, actually. Yeah. I just want to point out as well, just something that I noticed. I think, unless I've got this completely wrong, <laughs> which I could have, um, but um, I think, I believe that so far on this series of Strictly, we've only had four weeks so far, but so far um, in terms of the pros, um, Burn the Floor has topped the leaderboard every week so far. Oh. Form, oh. Form of a, former Burn the, basically Burn the Floor produced dancers have topped the leaderboard every week so far. Boom. So, yeah. So Thanks, that's Donna. <laughs> Thank you, Donna. Thank you. Uh, just looking in the thing here, um, Steph's brought uh, Steph's brought to the attention. Mm. I wish she would wear higher shoes. And Isabel says, "Yes, Steph. I'm not sure that the, sh the shoes are helping now. That dance on that night, they've got to practice day in day out in these shoes, and they are heavier, ladies. So it's going to have." more of an effect if they've got like the higher shoes and stuff like well yeah i think that's what i think anyway that's that's my opinion on the whole thing because i remember alison hammond as well she had the the small heel um i think that's the reason just because of their their feet and how, it, how it's hurting them um throughout the week they've got to practice not just that night in the heels they've got to do the heels for 10 hours a day or however many hours a day through the through the week yeah i think that's my opinion. I don't know. Uh, does that then affect her footwork? I keep comparing Judy to Alison, but I love them both. Um, it's uh, it sh in a good way. It should affect her footwork, to be fair, because that's what we wear as juveniles. Juveniles are not allowed to do um, all the flashy steps. Um, they're one of their main focuses as being a juvenile is feet, isn't it, Kev? You're mm. looking because they do only basic steps. You're looking at footwork mm. with the juveniles, and they're in those same shoes with the bigger, thicker heel, with which is shorter. They only go in heels when they're in like heel heels when we go into juniors, and the choreography is more open. Mm. Yeah, I think also Strictly's getting more open to wearing whatever shoes you want on on different dances like a, a lot of the like if, if, if you notice Giovanni was wearing um trainers for the cha-cha this week oh, okay. and, it, and it was a very um sort of comp style cha-cha yeah so he could have been wearing like the Cuban heels but he'd just rather wear the trainers and so would I like I get it I hated wearing those Cuban heels I think they're pointless I, I just it's a thing that we do in competitions and I'm not sure why I think it's, I think, yes, what Strictly do is sort of like for whoever it is. And, and as again, what I've just said, just to repeat it, like it's not just for that, uh, for that performance on the Saturday night, it's for the whole week, whatever you feel more comfortable in. I think they're going for hmm. really, hmm. maybe. I don't know. A lot of them wear trainers in jive now as well, hmm. which makes sense. It makes so much sense. Well, that was what they used to in jive, isn't it? When yeah, it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, rock and rolly style jives. Um, they wear they wear trainers. It's mm. only in like competition dancing where it's like required that they wear guys wear these Cuban heels and the girls wear these Latin heels. But it's not it's not the essence of jive. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's go to Tash. Hello. Hiya. 
Hey. Um, I'm a bit disappointed in AJ and Kai's score. Um, in that, oh, like, mm. Craig scored a five. Mm. Yeah. Mad harsh. Yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. Was, like, I, I couldn't believe it when that... I think I actually tweeted five and, like, a load of question marks. <laughs> <laughs> I put uh, something I, similar on my Instagram story and people were like, yeah, I don't understand what happened there, but yeah. Yeah, like... This is, I suppose this has been our point of tonight. Oh, Tasha's full no, but no, just the phone. <laughs> um, um, uh, it's been the point of the, the, our biggest point of tonight, hasn't it? That, that like, what is it that they're scoring it on against? Yeah, and, and and I I can only think that they just thought we've seen three amazing dances from AJ. We sort of think that this one wasn't quite as good as the other three. Therefore. <laughs> therefore we're going to smash into it five yeah yeah <laughs> i mean they still it was a bit eights, harsh. But... like yes it wasn't yeah, her best dance and i think everyone knows that but five really like that's a bit harsh it also wasn't terrible like no I, I didn't watch it i didn't watch that samba and go oh that was a bad week for them you know before we yeah. get to the judges and we get all the comments and all that right at the yeah. end of the dance i wasn't sat there going oh that was a weak one for them I was sat there clapping yeah. going, she's amazing. I wrote down, yeah. the first thing I wrote down, AJ, Kai, Samba, she's just brilliant. <laughs> That's yeah. the first thing I wrote down. She's just brilliant. Yeah. Um, and, I was, and I wrote a note about like, you see how Samba can be a great dance for everyone because you can do a lot of sort of hips and shimmies and, and, and stuff like that that you can get away with in a Samba. Um, and I, I wrote, technically not quite as good as Sarah, but still excellent. That was my note yeah. before the judges said anything. So I was fully expecting I the think... judges to go, great dance, eight. No, you know, She got two eights, but yeah. never a five. Yeah. I don't know how she's getting a five yeah. for that. That's a high standard <laughs> yeah. if she's getting a five. I was very confused. I was... Um, I think she put too much pressure on herself in that, like, her jive was such a high standard. Mm. Maybe. I think she... Yeah, and then I think where she like slipped up a little bit at the start, I think that like threw her off a little bit. And but like props to Kai though because there was so much like good samba content in there that like yeah, it was really good. And this is what I mean. And this this is not a, a thing against them, just against how AJ has set um set a high bar for herself. If Tilly or Rose had danced that exact samba, do you think she's getting a five? I really no, I, I see if they'd done I it, really I would have said they'd have probably got like a seven or an eight from Craig. I think eight, yeah. 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 But, but only because, but I'm, I'm not saying that as anything against Silly and Rose. I, I, I think they're both great. Rose is one of my yeah. favorites. Yeah, um, she's brilliant. But I just think AJ has set this incredibly high bar for herself in the first few weeks. Yeah. And anything that in the judges' eyes doesn't quite hit that bar, it's now like, oh, that one's a five then. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's suddenly like, like a guys. bit rubbish when yeah. realistically it's not. And I've seen much worse sambas. Mm. But... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Catherine, Catherine's written in the in the chat, the range of scores from the judges, from judge to judge confuses me. How can someone give a five and another an eight? And this is why it can't be an <laughs> Olympic sport because it's all <laughs> judged on opinion. Yeah. Uh, Preach. And it all depends on what you're looking at at that moment. And even from moment to moment, because, 
you know, you can write down a note and miss something amazing and look up again. And yeah. three of the judges have seen something incredible and you haven't seen it. Instead, you looking up while the other three are looking down and you go, oh, they just did a heel lead in cha-cha-cha. <laughs> yeah. Four. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I don't know. But, like, also props to Kai because, like, for a first series, he's, like, killing it. He's doing Classic. so well. Yeah. yeah, absolutely amazing. Yeah, Kai's doing a great job. Really yeah, good. I just really think good. they work so well together as well. Mm. Yeah, like you can see, they have like so much fun, um, like in the training room and then like dancing together. And he's so supportive for her. Yeah. I think she was a bit like upset with her like samba, but he was like, "No, it's fine. Like it's okay. They'll be yeah. they'll be fine." I, yeah, I, yeah. I can't imagine think, for one second that they're going out anytime soon. No, I think <laughs> I think Argentine tango is probably a really good dance for her because her yeah. legs are like Oh, yeah. her legs her legs are the same height as me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um yeah. Kate, yeah. Kate just put in the in the chat <clears throat> I kicked someone in my ballet exam once and the examiner managed to miss it. See? <laughs> 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 Um, I also love John and Johanna so don't yeah just love them I think they're great I I love them too yeah again you know like it's we we said they did they did that amazing paso last week it was always going to be it was always going to be a slightly quieter week for them yeah was it worth like 10 points less no I would have said not probably not no yeah Six, seven, eight, eight, they got, yeah. Six is a bit harsh, I think. Yeah, I, I would have yeah. said seven and eight, so it was a pretty fast yeah. score for them, yeah. but yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. Thanks, Tash. Kev, who we're going to? Oh, uh, uh, Vicky. Vicky with the Facebook group. Vicky with the Facebook group. Hi, you all right? Hi, Hi um, yeah, I'm all for the vote team Gratz and Judy because yeah. I'm trying. I need to get my Kev power on here, don't I? <laughs> <laughs> um, so I've voted loads of times for them and I just don't understand why people aren't voting for them. Mm. It's not fair. I wonder, I wonder what it is. Why aren't people yeah. voting? Every week we have this and we're like, everyone's like, yeah, we love Judy. Yeah. Like, yeah. why aren't people They're likeable, they're fun together, they do well. I just... I don't get it. But I, I thought Tom and Amy were incredible as well. On yeah, Saturday. I did. Love yeah. them. And Sarah, where has she come from? <laughs> I know. I just, it's crazy. <laughs> she's come out, out of some, you know, obviously her, she, she seems to be really putting the work in. She must, like, for the level of detail she had in that um, tango, she's clearly put a lot of work in. And Alias just must be a great teacher. Yeah. My friend actually was went to their workshop the other day and was watching them rehearse. She said they're at it. Or she works just near them, and right. she said they're at it all day. So right. she's putting in a lot of work. Yeah, yeah. But um, what did I say? I did miss Diane and Robert though. I have to say, yeah, yeah. about that. No. Yeah, but yeah, insane. Graziano he needs he needs support, guys. <laughs> I have to get <laughs> out of my group. Where I get going for him? <laughs> <laughs> yeah brainwash everyone <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna carry it we'll get we'll get this um this podcast behind judy and graziano we'll get your face 
Facebook behind him. We'll get Grimsby Rosie behind him. So she'll love it. She'll be there. We'll see if Grimsby's got any money left to vote. We'll get there. We'll do it. After my mum and dad demanded that everyone in Grimsby voted for me and stayed. Oh my God. I was talking about this today. It was a, oh, in, in, a joke, in, by the way, if there's a journalist listening. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nobody demanded that anybody voted. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, but um, I was talking about this day because one of the Adams Family cast was talking about it. And I said, Mum and Dad, in the year that we were both in the final and then there was OT, they were like, everybody, please vote for OT because we yeah. don't know how we'd manage if one of our two wins and the other doesn't. <laughs> yeah, we're telling everyone to vote for Danny and OT. <laughs> Brilliant, Mum. <laughs> Thanks, Vicky. Thank you. Yes. Right, go on, Jackie. Oh, go on, unmute yourself. Are we unmuted? Yeah. There we are. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Yes. Um, I was gonna say this is the very first week that I have actually used a phone phone as well as my phone oh. free phones okay. because I loved Tom mm -hmm. I loved Sarah was amazing mm -hmm. um, and I loved I'm trying to think who I voted for I've got it down here um They were really Oops. memorable. No, I phoned. <laughs> no, there, there was. It was just so many good dancers. It yeah, just were just too many good dancers. Um, I voted for Sarah, Dan, and Rose. Mm -hmm. And then I gave another phone phone to Judy and Tom. Nice. Okay. Yeah. So, so that's five out of however many there were. Yeah. from you that's crazy it just shows how close everything is it, it is, is it is close isn't it because well i sarah i just um i just thought it was fantastic uh, and yeah. i love the music i love i'm i'm there's certain dances and they need traditional music and a tango i think is a dance that needs a proper tango music. Mm. Yeah, kind of. I just I, get it if it's modern. I kind of agree, Jackie. Oh no, you're frozen. Oh. <laughs> I kind of agree, but at the same time, from a maybe producer's point of view, having traditional music for every tango plus every Argentine, Argentine tango. Uh, for every tango plus every Argentine tango to have a traditional tango music might be a bit much so I get it why yeah never yeah you can get that yeah yeah it's more about the balance of the show isn't it yeah, yeah. but I agree with you as a dancer I agree with you that I would love traditional tango rather than not yeah 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 um, I used to like dancing to um anything that had a, a strong beat with a tango though mm. like some of the rock ones um, yes, some, some of the rock ones do work well, so they do. Like, I, um, I loved using, um, yeah, you really got me now. You got me yeah, now. With, yeah. Uh, with, with Kelly. I enjoyed yeah. that. No. Um, 
And I also have to say, Vicky Gill done an absolutely fantastic job again with yeah. the outfits. I mean, I kept texting my friend saying, I want that dress. I want that dress. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's the best, Vicky. Do you know I, what? Oh. Katia's dress, I was like, oh. I mean, it was just like plain black, but it was like, whoa, that's a dress. Yeah. That's a dress. I so love Sarah's well. dress and I love Judy's dress. Judy's dress was just mm. beautiful. Mm. So Vicky's so chilled as well. When, when you get to um, the, the TV studios and you know, it's an important moment when when you put on your outfits, especially for the celeb, when they first put it on, mm. they have to feel comfortable as well as feeling like like the dress itself looks good. Um, and 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 Vicky's so sort of willing to adapt to whatever the celeb wants. If the celeb's like, oh, I'm not comfortable with that. I'd rather it was a bit, the dress was a bit longer or, or whatever. She's like, yeah, no worries. We can work with that. We can do this. We can do that. And always completely chilled mm. I'm, I'm sure it doesn't feel like that for her inside i'm sure it's a, it's an awful lot of work throughout the whole series and i'm sure it's very stressful but she never shows it she, she's so um she's so chilled throughout the whole process and trying to make everyone feel as comfortable as possible she's wicked yeah, yeah. i know Steph, stephanie just said there about amy's dress there are um there are 20 girls that um, do a review on a Sunday morning. Well, their mum does a review on a Sunday morning on Vicky's Facebook page. Mm. And they always say, Amy gets the best dresses. <laughs> <laughs> um, She's always beautiful. Yeah, she is. Ethan's just written, you two had some interesting Argentine tango song choices because you did Kylie with Ore, as in me, and Kev did MJ, Michael Jackson with Susanna, and then oh, some very. Oh, yeah, no, that was brilliant. The Michael Jackson. Yeah. But I, I'm going to say to that, I, we, mm. do ha we do have a say in the music. I'm going to say to that that I got my. that I did it in the semi, so I, I had two dances, um, and I got my choice for the quick step. I fought for, oh, are you going to be my girl for the quick step? Um, and so they gave me that for the Argentine tango, and I was like, okay, as long as I can have my quick step. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas I, for some reason, thought that doing um, the Michael Jackson, Jackson, <laughs> the Michael Jackson, the Michael Jackson number with uh, Susanna Reid, I thought was a great idea, and it turned out to be a bit of a disaster. Oh. Yeah. Because that was that 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 was the one where I, I tried to do the, the the smooth criminal lean forward. That, that Michael Jackson does in, in, in the music video. And in my yeah. head, it was going to be the most mind-blowing thing in the history of Strictly. Like, it, <laughs> like we, we were going to lean in together. You know, like you see sometimes two Argentine tango dancers lean in with the top halves of their body leaning against each other to make like a triangle shape with their feet sort of further apart from each other and leaning into this hold. And I was going to have my feet clipped into this thing, which is... Um, there's a secret to how to do this lean you have to be sort of your boots clipped in and um Susanna was going to move away and and therefore I would carry on leaning and lean right down near the ground like Michael Jackson did in Smooth Criminal doing this lean and it looked so good in rehearsal and we did it over and over again and it went right so many times and I was like they are gonna go nuts for this and then on the live show was the only time I could not get one of my boots clipped clipped in. I got one of them clipped in. The other one wouldn't go in. And I and Susanna looked at me in with fear in her eyes. <laughs> and I looked back with fear in mine. And I, I, and I said, 
under my breath, I went, improvise. <laughs> a complete non-dancer. <laughs> improvise. Oh, <laughs> she's never danced yeah. in her life apart from these few weeks with me. And then, uh, so she's doing her be- very best <laughs> to improvise as I'm doing a half lean forward with one leg in the air and one leg clipped into a boot, trying to look impressive. And, ev- and the audience just being deathly silent, going, I don't know what's happening here. This is the best <laughs> <I've ever> <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. Don't, don't remind me about that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you, Jackie. No problem. Thank you. Thank you. Right. right. Denise has... Oh, I've just muted Kevin. Oh. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> I'm back. Right. Fiona, I do see you, even though you don't put the little yellow hand up I do yes. see you. but we'll go to Denise for a second have we got her where's she gone have we got Chris your dog is amazing oh my gosh I can't hear Denise can we try and do the unmute again or... hang on that might be there we go yeah, we can hear you we can hear you oh can you hear me now yes yes oh yeah cool great hi guys Hiya. so first of all I have to say team Giuliano because they're my faves. <laughs> Giudiano, is that what they're yeah. called? Team Giudiano. Team Giudiano. <laughs> and I, um, I did all the votes and my husband did as well. Right. And, and I phoned 40 times. <gasps> <laughs> so and they were still in the dance-off. Exactly. And I put it on my Instagram and I put it on Facebook. I don't understand it. Because I thought she was quite, I, I don't watch Loose Women, but I thought she was quite popular. Yeah. So I'm, I'm sorry, I don't understand what's going on. And yeah, I agree with what you know, people have said. She actually yeah, did make mistakes, you're right, Joe. But I thought it strictly come dancing. So I thought that technically, yes, but shouldn't they be judging on the dancing? So I didn't quite understand why Shirley's remarks were, she was only going to be taking the, um, if she had to take it with mistakes into account, therefore she would have chosen Greg. Mm-hmm. Whereas I would have thought you ought to be, shouldn't they be judging also on the dancing content? as well as the mm. fault content. I don't mm. know, it just seems, I just, that's why I don't understand, like everybody else, I don't quite understand the inconsistencies in the, in the, in the judging because obviously, as you say, Joe, it's, it's a personal opinion. It has to be a personal opinion, but surely there has to be some technical stuff that they put in there in terms of, you know, they got the technique right, they've got the samba move, they've got the isolations, blah, blah, blah. But I don't know what they're thinking this year. I really can't work it out how they're, how they're doing it. What is it based? No. What are they basing it on? Are they basing it on, like you said, Kev, the previous dance or exactly. what they dance that day? It's difficult because I feel like if I was ever a judge on it, it is difficult because what are you looking at? And it comes down to personal preference and the things that you actually look look for. As we said, Craig swivels, or if it was me in the ballroom, like the frame and the smoothness and stuff. Uh, and at that point, Shirley, I mean, the week, wasn't it the week before where Anton said he would have saved mm. Katie? Was mm. it Katie? Because yeah. he made less mistakes. So Anton went on the mistakes again. Mm. But he would have saved Judy this time. But Shirley then went on the mistakes. So it just, dep- I just, just depends. And I think it was last week. It was either last week or the week before. Craig made a comment. And I specifically remember on this podcast saying, remember that comment. Remember the fact that Craig said that, where he made a comment to someone and he said, there was technical mistakes all over the place, but I just didn't care because I loved it yeah. and gave it a great mark. And I said, remember the fact that he said that, 
And then this week it was like, <laughs> AJ comes out, does a crack in Samba, wasn't technically so good, five. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so that, that's my question. What is, I mean, you guys must know. Do they, is it only based, is it primarily based on technique or is it primarily based on, look, you're a non-dancer, let me see how you're dancing. Cause you know, you can't judge them like you judge the pros, can you? No, you can't judge them like you judge the pros. But I, th I think it, it literally comes down to personal taste. And I think if they watch it and if it's like, if they watch it and they've just loved the dance, then they'll justify why they've loved the dance. So even if they can see some technical things wrong with it, they'll go, oh, the performance was so great that da da da, da and they'll, they'll talk about that. If they watch it and they just didn't really, they weren't really into it, as a judge, like we can like a dance or not like a dance sat at home. As a judge, you've got to justify why you didn't like it. Mm. So I think if they just weren't into it, if it didn't do anything for them, and it might even be sometimes that it just hasn't hit them in any way like in their heart you know they just haven't got anything out of it some dances make you feel something and, and some don't and it might be that they're just watching a dance they don't feel anything they're not particularly into it and then they go right I've got to I've got to sort of say why and I then feel they have, like... a, have a look at it and go well I can point to that and I can point to that that technical thing was wrong and that technical thing was wrong I'll talk about that I feel like Strictly Come Dancing could also be something like Strictly Come Painting like, it's an art that, you know, for me, two haystacks stacked on top of each other was like, but for loads of people, that's a really big piece of art, apparently, like some haystacks on top of each other. Um, but it's just it's just personal. Or if you paint, like, three stripes across with different colours, for me, that's just like, well, it's just three stripes. But, like, arty people who are really into it like well yeah. that really touches my soul and also yeah. and then you've got the other people who like more the the stuff where like the brush is stroked in a certain way and that i guess is technique and it's all like that it's like going to a museum i guess you like you like what you like yeah i, yeah. I get that and i i think um as a non-dancer um and a person that loves watching it I think that if they explained maybe, you know, like they had a set of rules. descriptions and saying, mm. these are the rules, guys, this is how we're going to base our, yeah. this is what we're going to vote on. Because I would think, oh, they're going to base it on the fact that their techniques right, that they've got the mm. swivel right in the ch in the Charleston, or, you mm. know, she's isolating in the, in the, or knees are bent in the samba, whatever it happens to be. But it's, it clearly is like you say, guys, it's got to be about personal um, mm. uh, preferences and if the characterization is good which I now I understand but I still see sort of think because they talk about oh your technique was wrong your frame was out your head wasn't mm. in the right mm. way so they talk about those things mm. and then that now these last few weeks it's like well you're not you're talking that but you're not actually showing that in your voting <laughs> yeah. I, guess, I guess if there's something like wildly wrong like say I think it was Tom Evans went out early one year when I was in it, Tom Evans and Iveta, because he did a heel lead or two in the cha-cha. Now that is a massive thing. I yeah. guess if, I guess however much you like the couple, like the story, like the thing, if he does like heels going across the floor in cha-cha-cha, like that, that's, that's bad. And that's why he got knocked out, wasn't it, Kev? Do you remember? I can't remember, I can't remember. But that's going back to like what I said about what's your big thing? What's your level one of mistake? You know, is it doing a heel in cha-cha? 
can you forgive that or not? What about if like, what about if there's another couple that doesn't do any heels, does all the right footwork, but they're out of time? Oh yeah. Do you know what I mean? What's your level one, like, no, no. And for, for everyone, it's different. I think like, you know, I, I can, I like, like I said, I can look at a dance and go, that was out of time. That's why I just didn't quite think it was as good as they've, they've done before, for, for example, but someone else can go, that was my favorite dance of the week. I just loved it. And I want to, I want to vote for them. I, I think they were underscored. And it's like, who am I to tell you you're wrong? You, you, you loved it, you know? So it's done its job for you. And it, well, as a piece of art. When I was in my dance school in Italy and it was, you know, Kev, we used to sit every Wednesday and have like lessons on it and stuff like that. But they were training us to be competitive judges as well. And okay, of course, with it being so subjective and, and just based on opinions, of course, in the dancing world, politics can come in. You know, if you if you have lessons with somebody, they're more likely to mark you first than some couple that doesn't pay them for lessons or whatever. That can come into it. Uh, but they did, I do remember saying that at least in the ballroom, judging wise, timing is first thing, mm. frame is second. Mm. I do remember that. So maybe it is good to give some kind of like, guideline mm. if you're out of time it's bad mm. if the, the second thing if frame's wrong bad maybe maybe i don't know yeah because they said talk, going back to um who did the own oh, uh, nina and um mm. neil <laughs> i think cruella told them off about the um kick flicks didn't they when they do the in the he said he put they put argentine tango moves in it didn't he um, Craig, sorry, I, I called him Cruella. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I was like, wait, Cruella. Who's Cruella? Sorry. <laughs> my, sorry. My, head, my head was going, wasn't Katie Cruella? Yeah, <laughs> <me too. laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Oh, dear, that was, that was my thought. Yeah, one of the first things that we spoke about, about uh, Neil and um, Nina, yeah. for me, because I, I, I had learned first thing you look at is time and second thing you look at is frame in ballroom, I was like, well, frame wise, it wasn't great. Like, yeah. One of the first things that you teach in a, in a ballroom is is the frame to get at to get out like that, which I'm sure uh, Neil did, but but um, Nina didn't pull it off as great as maybe she could, but she was great in other ways. But yeah. personally, for me, that was one of the first things I'd look at and go, "Well, she's not doing the frame very well." No, I agree, but he, they didn't mind Sarah doing it this week. She but Sarah, I don't agree with it. But again, personal opinion. Yeah, I don't agree that her head was too far left. No, no, I don't either. But I mean, yes, no, I, I would agree with you. I, think, I yeah. think you're right. Yeah. But I think it's what you said. They just get personal opinions about things. Yeah. Going back to what you said about Aliash and how he must be a great teacher. Mm. I think you're giving yourselves dis disservice here because I think any of you guys have to be amazing teachers. I, I would, you know, argue against you with that because <laughs> you are. Clearly you are. And I think surely you're underestimating the person that they're teaching. That's, you know, it's not only mm. about the teachers, whether that no, person, no. like, like, you know, Greg, bless him, lovely guy, I'm sure, but he clearly doesn't have an ounce of rhythm in his body. That's just mm, him. Mm, mm. And I don't think that would have changed for another five weeks. Whereas obviously right. if somebody's got some hidden latent talent that they didn't know about, like, mm. like you said, what's his name that came in it last year and won? Kelvin. Kelvin, yeah. yeah, you know, who knew? Yeah. Or, even that, of him. or even that they're just a, a massively hard worker as well. And they put the hours in. Yeah, yeah, some people just really commit to to learning and practicing. It's like um, anything, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. 
That, for but sure. Don't, under, don't yeah. underestimate the talent of all you guys because you're all amazing. Ah, thanks. Thank you. And all the pros on the show are, are yeah, absolutely all amazing. And they yeah, all do a great absolutely. job. And I think Tom's a dark horse. Yeah, yeah so. right. Yeah, he's creeping up slowly. Yeah, he's a dark yeah. horse. I think. Yeah. <laughs> thanks, Denise. Thank you, Denise. Thank you. Right, Fiona. Where's Fiona? Fiona's arm must be aching. Well, Fiona, and we've got Emily, and we can keep this under two hours. I know it. <laughs> <laughs> Every oh week, so we're going to keep it right down, and it doesn't happen. <laughs> I'll try to make this brief then. I, I just got a, a little theory about uh, which ties in with the judges' um, scoring as to mm. why people maybe aren't voting for Judy. And okay. it's that you saw the three front runners didn't have such a good week this week and mm. they were middle of the leaderboard. So yeah. people who identify with them think, well, they might be in danger of dropping down into the bottom two. Yeah. So they don't go to them. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and therefore they don't necessarily cast any more votes for Judy. I really hope not in the bottom two again because it's very demoralising um, for her and Gratz. Yeah, I agree. And but Judy being in the bottom two, do you remember Simon Webb? Wasn't yeah. he like in the bottom two for like five weeks running, and then he made the final? Yeah, something like that. Also, yeah. however demoralising it could be for Judy, just in terms of like it becomes a story. Then oh, she's been in the dance off twice. Can she make it through this week? Yeah, let's help her. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, also yeah, on that note, I was, I was, I was wondering whether there's also something else at play with the judges, and I definitely see it with Craig sometimes because he does play the pantomime villain, mm -hmm. and sometimes I think he deliberately um, is mean to somebody to actually bring them back down and make people think, oh, they're, you know, they've got to galvanise the vote for them. They're in danger. We've got to, you know, we've got to sort of stick two fingers up to Craig and save this person. So I think that that is part of it. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. he does it d deliberately sometimes. Yeah. But I, I, I do like the fact that we've seen um, people come come through because I just think it makes it more interesting. Like Sarah started yeah. off slowly and and, it, and it's come and and the front runners have been pegged back a bit. So yeah. I, I do think it that, that partly is is in the judges' minds. Yeah, it's made it so interesting, hasn't it? Because yeah. all of a sudden now, like Sarah's topping the leaderboard. Like you would yeah. never have thought that watching week one. You just no would not have seen that coming. Everyone was worried in week one that she might have been voted out. Yeah, I was yeah. worried that, you know, yeah, that she'd be one of the early ones. But yeah. now she's topping the leaderboard. Like it's so exciting. And like, and it must be sort of inspirational to, to everyone else because everyone else can see that happen and go, well, I could get to the top of the leaderboard then. You know, even if I'm bottom this week, I, I could like, I could get there. Like Sarah's just done it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So cool. Perfect. Thanks, Fiona. Thank you. See you tomorrow. Oh, oh, I, oh my gosh, I totally just muted you as you were talking. That's really rude. Oh, rude, Joanne. Sorry. This would never Sorry. have happened last week. Hang on. Uh, <laughs> just wanted to say um, good luck in Exeter, Kevin, and um, see you oh, there. Oh, thank you. Oh, you're coming to Exeter. Oh, I'll see you there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice one. Cheers. <laughs> um, thanks, Fiona. Right, last one. Who had the hand up? It was Emily Riley. Hey. Hello. Hiya. I um, don't understand and what went on with Craig <laughs> and Joe and Johannes' dance because I loved it. He loved it. I loved it, yeah. Tom and Amy did well. Yeah. He's framed this week. I had a thing about his frame. Mm -hmm. 
I really liked it. Oh, you liked it? Yeah, yeah. I yeah, liked I, it. Rose and Giovanni. Yeah. Wasn't there dance? Right. It's, okay. Yeah. Just, for, for me, it's like I I it love just, Rose and Giovanni. It just wasn't. I I was watching. Oh, I'm going. Timing was wrong. I, I, I was just pulling it apart. Right. <laughs> and, and, I did, and I didn't want to do that because I really like her. Yeah. And I, yet... I, I don't want her to get eliminated. <laughs> no, and, and yet other people in the chat were like, oh, I think they were undermarked. So there yeah, we go, like, yeah. big, everyone, different... Everyone got different ideas about it, yeah. 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 But I... but I, It's cha-cha. It's just cha-cha. Cha-cha is a hard dance, anyway. Yeah. Yeah, like I, I think they've got some great dances to come. I'm, I'm oh my god! Excited if, about what they can do. If any, if it's anything like their um, was it their fox? Did they do fox shot last week to Titanic? Yeah. The Titanic one was beautiful last week. Stunning. Yeah. Absolutely stunning. Mm. And I think I actually think in ballroom she's going to be one of the better ones. Oh yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. She's got Sarah to contend with now all of a sudden. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sarah and Alia, yeah, she's like my most improved. Yeah, yes. absolutely. Because yeah. sure. she's gone from not a very good cha-cha to a very good tango this week. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. I agree. Really good. Thanks, Emily. Thank you, Emily. Um, oh. right, Joe, just before we go because i think we, i think that that everyone we've done everyone with their hands up right yeah um just before we go joe um just because we didn't talk about it that much what did you think of tilly's paso just because we didn't get a lot of uh chat about that in uh, well in terms of like what she did with the dance right well i watched it and i was like oh that's my kind of reaction to it it was like oh but it wasn't like, oh my gosh, mm. it was like, oh, that. So when the judges came out and gave it like really good, like, wow, it was amazing. And Shirley said it was one of the best passovers she'd seen a female do. But then again, yeah. Shirley's in the studio and we're not. Yeah. Yes, yeah. So yeah. she might have seen from being close up something that we didn't come across on camera. Yeah. Maybe I, I um I quite like Tilly and I, and I and I think she's the last couple of weeks she's done some good dances that surprised yeah, me. Absolutely. Uh, what did she do last week that surprised me? Dive hairspray. Oh, the dive. Yeah, I thought she did a really good job last week. I I, I I was really pleased for them last week. Um, I think you know how sometimes you say like when it comes to the ballroom dances you're more picky because you're such a ballroom girl. Yeah. Pa Paso is my dance, like my dance, my my favorite dance. Paso is my favorite dance and Paso was my, I guess, my most successful dance on Strictly. And so I probably am slightly more critical when it comes to Paso. Uh, like there's certain things that I want to see and things that fire me up and inspire me in a, in a, in a Paso. And I thought she did a good job. I didn't blow me away. I think shape wise, um, she did some nice, she had some nice shapes. Um, it was a little too bouncy for me in, in the walks rather than like a dominant striding heel that was taking over the balcony, you know, like, like taking over the room with a dominant presence and a, and a fierceness. 
Yeah. Um, I thought she looked like she was really trying. I think Craig Craig mentioned that she was like it's so Craig said she was half invested, and and I saw I sort of get what he means. Like I I, d- I don't think it was bad. I I don't. Um, I thought it was good, but it didn't blow me away. But I just wondered if that was because I'm so picky about Paso. And, and yeah, again- when, when when I hear her say when <laughs> when I hear a comment. Um, it was one of the best passos I've seen a female do on Strictly or, or something like that. My neck twitched a little bit, <laughs> you know. Um, I was like, well, I'm not sure about that. Um, but um, yeah, I, but I just didn't know what everyone else thought about it. I didn't. I haven't. I haven't spoken to you about it in terms of what you thought. But again, it's what comes across on camera, isn't it? Because yeah, yeah, exactly. It's different in the room to on camera. Oh, it's so different in the room. And sometimes the camera like is up at the top half of the body and that downstairs in the feet area, they might might be doing a ter- like completely wrong. And then, the, but up here, the frame might be amazing. So we're going, oh my yeah. gosh, this is amazing. And the judges are sat there going, oh my gosh, this is terrible. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Went for the zigzag straight down the middle to the camera. You find that in um, a choreographical thing in most passos now. <laughs> the, the, I, was, I was looking at it going, when's it coming? When's it coming? Here comes the zigzag into frame, bam, down the middle, straight to the main camera. <laughs> I was like, but you got to, you got to put it in. It's a good step. And um, Amy and Tom coming down going, bam, bam. What was yeah, it? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I, like, I relied on it so heavily as a choreographer when I was on the show. Any chance I could get a big instrumental bit in the middle of the music where I could take off straight down the middle towards the camera. <laughs> you know, I was really impressed with Sarah and Ali Ash's fall away whisks. Now, sorry, guys, if you don't know what that is, but Kevin put them in almost every routine he had. Watch any uh, ballroom routine of mine on Strictly in seven years, you'll probably see a fall away whisk in there. Or, or about four in succession. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Ali Ash had got Sarah to do a, an opposite head position. It was opposite mm. of what people normally do. I'm so sorry, that's so technical. We're not explaining anything. Um, for those of you watching, which is why you should join people who are listening, because I can <laughs> yeah. show you in my onesie. I'm in my onesie, guys. But the one that goes... Now one, for two, three, four. One, two, three, four. So for everyone okay. listening, she's in a sort of nondescript, very oh, sorry. grey onesie. It's my rehearsal shoes and all Her sorts room's of very untidy, and her hair mm. looks a bit scruffy. And she's, one, two, you can see her legs moving yeah, around at the one, moment in two, this scruffy grey onesie as she's shouting one, two, three, four. <laughs> <laughs> that, whereas normally the head would go like on the floor, it like opened out that way. But Ali Ash taught it the opposite way and I was like, well, that's interesting. It looked really good. Yeah. Sorry. On that bit of thrilling audio. Uh, (laughs) there are thousands of thousands of people listen to this podcast they just got this audio description for 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 us gang that can see on video on patreon you just got joanne dancing in our onesie (laughs) (laughs) anyway patreon.com slash the kevin clifton show We've got seven minutes left before two hours. Okay, we've done it. We've done it. We've done it. We've done less than two hours. Well done, everyone. And that's (laughs) minus two couples. Oh God, we would have gone over two hours if there if there was uh, if there was more couples. Well, I mean, next week it'll probably be on a 
Well, we don't know yet. It's my birthday next week, so I'm getting around. I don't know. We'll mm. see. But um, thanks for joining, everyone. Again, just for Sorry. those listening, uh, happy, www. Happy what? 44th birthday to Joanne. Whatever. He's the older one, for anyone who's listening. Um, <laughs> if you want to join, we do these Zooms either on a Sunday at 8.30 or a Monday at 7.30, depending on our shows and stuff. Uh, but if you want to join in and tell us your thoughts, www.patreon.com. R-E-O-N dot com forward slash the Kevin Clifton show. Yes. And um, I'm on tour with Rock of Ages at the moment. I think it's rockofagesmusical.co.uk. If you want to look at dates and Joe, you, Joe will be on tour with Adam's family soon. Yeah. The website for that, do we know? Or? I don't know. Off by heart. Know it off by heart. <laughs> that was really bad. Google Adam's <laughs> family musical. You pay tour. This is me. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait to see that before burn the floor kicks off obviously in january um i were we're just announced i'll be dancing with victoria martin again um that's who i danced with on the 2019 tour for anyone who has seen her dance then you know if you haven't seen her dance she is literally i, I could not be asking for a better partner she she's an incredible dancer and we've just announced lauren oakley as well who's a bit of a burn the floor lifer um she's been one of the leading dancers for with burn the floor for a few years now um she's in demand from all the other shows they all want lauren as well i, I i'd be very surprised if she's not a strictly pro within the next few years because yeah. she's that good um so yeah come and see burn the floor as well right okay, thanks okay. guys thank you for joining us once again guys thanks for all your comments and opinions and um we look forward to week five boom